Welcome to the Hero's Journey Economy podcast. Nate, one of the things I wanted to talk on the podcast today is I, I heard you on it. Bloomberg. Yes. Bloomberg, like, okay. Yep. This, and I'm watching this called the Hero's Journey Economy, but people are starting to spend less money on crap and spending it more on transformational activities or experiences. And I'll, I'll give you two examples. The travel industry is starting to see a tremendous amount of interest having an experience where they came back different than they left. So Kilimanjaro, Machu Picchu, maybe South America to go to a ayahuasca thing, but, or even helping out in an orphanage or something, but something that made a difference and was transformational. Another one that non-alcoholic beer, healthy beer, uh, athletic brewing, I don't know if you've heard of them, but they're a non-alcoholic beer and they're, they're growing at tremendous rates. Even Michelob Ultra is growing about 20% each year. And if you go to their website, they almost market themselves like they're a CrossFit company, push-up contests and, and different things. So it's starting to hit in all these different areas. You guys are right in there with these transformations. You're trying to nurture people to health and start these journeys of um, healthier activity. Yeah, I mean, look, I think the whole thing's interesting. The, the talk about travel really interests me just because personally, I'm fascinated by all that. I think my fiance and I, our favorite thing to do is travel and we love to take trips where we can experience culture and food. And we actually just had a conversation about uh, Kilimanjaro, funny enough, a couple of weeks ago. So it looks like something we, we, might, we might try and do. On the health and wellness side, it's really interesting. It's, to me, it's so interesting that a lot of these companies, like you said, Michelob Ultra and things like that, a company that's selling alcohol, which we all know hands down, is one of the worst things that you can put in your body. It's just, there's not even a comparison. I mean, it's like cigarettes, alcohol, it's, it's, they're far and beyond anything else. I guess what they're trying to figure out is we know everyone's going to do it. So how can we make the healthiest version of that? And it's interesting when you look at Michelob Ultra, you look at other, some other companies we were just reached out to, and we actually have a call with a tequila company that's coming out that uh, has a very healthy sort of game plan in terms of like tequila is the, the healthiest option of alcohol and which technically it is. And how do they promote that? So I think what you're seeing and, and you like to follow trends and consumer trends and I just feel like human beings have now figured out that if they live a healthier lifestyle, things are better. They work better. They're better relationships. They sleep better. They feel more accomplished. Things are easier. And then on the other side, the experiences, what fits into that is just when you experience something that, that gives you a feeling, when you climb Mount Kilimanjaro or you go to an orphanage and you help for a week, when you leave there, you feel like you've made the world a better place, that you're a better person. And I do tend to agree with you. I hope that the world's going in that direction that people want to be better. They want to do things that make them better and where they feel like they've done something and, and, and they've accomplished something. And I think that's important. I hope that the world is trending in that way. The other thing I think very similar to the, the Renaissance time parallels, there was a plague, but one of the big, a huge disenchantment in a lot of institutions out there. So you're seeing that now where people just feel like back then it was the church. Now it might be our governments. But I think there's uh, what Jocko Willick would say is people are starting to take extreme ownership of their life. And when they do that, it's health. I could start a company better than what I'm doing here. You know, So it's going gonna, it's gonna to spread in a lot of different ways, whether entrepreneurial, health. Everyone's going to go on an extremely individual type journey. Body transformation and that whole area, even though it's big now, I think it's just started. Yeah, look, I, I totally agree. I mean, what, what COVID has done, it has showed people that if you're healthier, you eat well, you're not obese, you don't have health issues, 
you, you can fight most anything, right? Yeah. So your body's just stronger and it, its immune system is stronger and what you can accomplish and do. And so I think it's, it's a huge, like you're seeing in nutrition, right? Look how big yep. this space has become. And there's, there was always, you know, the gluten-free was happening, but now keto, now high carb, now organic and all those things. People are realizing there's better ways to eat and understanding your body, which makes you perform better, which allows you to combat things like the, you know, coronavirus. I think what happened here is the world didn't remember like I have conversations all the time and people are like, oh, COVID is the first time it's ever happened. I'm like, no, that's incorrect. This has happened plenty of times before, yeah. but you just don't remember it because it happened a long time ago. These things happen. And so, you know, now that they're aware of them and people are being told that these things do happen and now they know because it's happened, it's going to stick in terms of I need to eat better. I need to sleep more. I need to have a healthier lifestyle and that's stress, anxiety, Right. And the whole entrepreneur thing, like you said, is really interesting. I, it's a give and a take. Right. Because because you, you think, OK, I don't need to work for someone and and deal with somebody else's stress. I can go do my own thing. But then I quickly tell people and I'm listen, I'm, I'm an entrepreneur at, at my core. The amount of stress and anxiety that I deal with on a daily basis today, probably not the healthiest. And I think any entrepreneur that's gr trying to grow a business into a billion dollars is going to deal with that. The COVID environment you know, I think makes it even more stressful. You know, there's, there's gonna have, you have to try to find a balance somewhere. And that's something I'm challenged with every single day. And I think you're right. I think that this is just the beginning for people understanding their bodies and their minds and what they can do and have a more holistic approach to being happy. Talking to someone on a podcast last week, and I, I think uh, it's also a generational thing. My, I think my parents took a lot of direction from their MD medical doctor, right? Oh, and, what a mess. Most people nowadays have had probably more nutritional, formal nutritional education than that doctor has. <laughs> I, know, so, and I it, love, listen, I, my doctor is a very good friend of mine. Yeah. He's an incredible doctor. I go and get checked three, four times a year, full bot, like physical blood work, EKG, everything, because I'm, I also train very hard. I push, I know I push the limits on stress. I push the limits, push the limits on anxiety and, and sometimes not getting enough sleep, but I also drastically push the limits on how much I, I physically train. I'm, fitness is a huge part of my life and I love to push the limits of what I'm capable of. So I'm always making sure that my body's in a good place, right? That it's all making sense. But they have absolutely no idea on nutrition or how even some of the medications that you can take, what that does to other things in your body in terms of, there's so much there that typical doctors don't understand. And nutrition is number one on the list. Absolutely no idea. Like any nutritional advice that you're getting from your, your normal doctors, probably something you should look into somewhere else because they just didn't learn it. They flat out ask any doctor. They'll be like, we spent two hours on nutrition in my whole medical career. It's not their fault. It, it hasn't been oh, yeah. a historical part of their curriculum. And Absolutely. So, we totally so agree. The hero, but it's this mono myth that a person named Joseph Campbell discovered. There's this myth and it's out there in every, he found it in almost every culture. Now the names is, have changed, but it's all about this normal person that feels a call to do something. He calls it the call to adventure, but it's like, I'm going to do something. And they enter into a very uncomfortable world. So if it's an entrepreneur, it's someone who's, you know, maybe starting a thing and very uncomfortable. If you're, if you're working out it, if you're doing it right, you should not feel 100% comfortable, right? You should correct. And, and right, the, to get the bicep bigger, it's going to be an uncomfortable thing for your bicep. Coming through those challenges 
and coming through it a different person. The epitome is yes, Star Wars. So George Lucas actually studied under Joseph Campbell and the Luke Skywalker person is the hero's journey. So he, you know, he feels this call to adventure. But you know what's interesting? It, oftentimes you refuse the call. If, if you have ever seen Star Wars, Luke Skywalker is complaining he's on a desolate farm planet. He wants more out of life. He feels like he should be doing something different. And then all of a sudden this strange person shows up and says, hey, we're going to go rescue this princess. He goes, uh, nah, not me. <laughs> you know? And then he goes home. So he totally refuses it. And he goes home and his family's been killed. And then he's like, well, I got nothing else to lose. But there's this refusal to the call. Um, and Joseph Campbell said, hey, you know what? Not that many people are actually going to answer the call. And what I think is interesting about your business, a big piece of your business is getting them off the couch and into that situation, right? I mean, that's a, it, it, the, honor, yeah. the because why I think one important thing is it, you can't sugarcoat it, that it's going to be hard. If you, if you really want to transform your body, if you've got a lot of work to do on it, it's going to be hard. But I think some people need that on-ramp to be easy. Like I put my, I get up very early to work out in the gym and I try and make it that trip very, I guess, frictionless, right? I put the clothes out in the morning. I don't have to think about it. I every, my keys are a certain place. And I'm in the gym working out before I've even had a thought about not working out. How, can you talk about how you're getting people answer their own call? Yeah, absolutely. Look, one, completely understand the Star Wars uh, analogy there. Huge Star Wars fan. So you, you got the right audience for that. And, and it's, it's actually really interesting. I, I think it's in all facets of life where people don't answer the call. Yes. I, I think it's so many different ways and, and I could come up with so many examples of that but you know I think for us and Neo you biggest battle with fitness in general is that you have to be uncomfortable it's just flat out what it is right people like stability they like to be comfortable they like you know they they they, they like to know what's going to happen that it's under control and they don't like stress and and yes stress is typically very bad but putting stress on your body in order to work the different muscles and joints and things that you have going on, especially your heart, which is the most important muscle to work. And everyone forgets that your heart is a muscle and you have to work it for it to get stronger. So that that's right. And so you, those things are what makes fitness really, really hard. And, and a lot of the times, you know, look at every year and you know, a great example is look at every year in January, millions of people say, I'm going to start this year off and I'm, I'm gonna get fit, I'm gonna lose weight, I'm gonna get stronger, I'm gonna get fit, I'm gonna make wellness a part of my life. And then the stats are crazy, but I, but I think it's like February 17th or something, almost 50 or 60% completely just drop off. Yeah, I've right? seen as high as 70, yeah, it's high. Yeah, right, so, so, so that, talk about not answering the call, right? Sometimes it's like you answer the call, you start the conversation, and then in the first five minutes of you're like, oh, just like, like Luke, right? This is not for me. I'm good, right? Yeah, and yeah. so I think it's really interesting. And, and what I wanted to do with Neo U and, and what I'm setting out to still continue to do is make fitness available, affordable, hit, hit the different pieces of it that are important for someone to stay engaged. I don't want to see that 70% drop off on February 15th. I want everyone to feel like they can get off the couch, they can be a bit uncomfortable, but we're there to do it with you. We wanna help you. We wanna give you all the best opportunities to get what you want out of it. We are also trying to remind people that fitness can be fun. It can be uncomfortable, yes. Uh, and a lot of the ways that I train personally, 
it's probably not that much fun, more on the uncomfortable side. But again, yeah. I love that challenge. But for most of the users on NeoU, it, pushing them at, a, at, a, at even a 10 or 15 or 20% capacity can be fun and can, and can give you some results that you're looking for. And I think it's like, it, it's that approach to be able to get people to answer the call. It's a great way of putting it. How can, how can we get people to answer the call and stay on the call and finish the call, right? And then pick up another call because your fitness journey never ends, right? right. There's a new right. challenge. There's a new thing that you need to work on. There's new pieces to the puzzle. You have to put it together. And that is exactly what we're trying to do with NeoU. And, and what's really interesting about what we do is we do that on the consumer side, right? We're constantly trying to help people off the couch, pick up, answer the call. Let's, let's get healthier together. But on the other side, what we've done, which is really interesting about me or you and our business, is we're also doing the same for all of the trainers and influencers and, and gym owners that don't have the millions of dollars to create their own digital footprint. They, they don't have the ability for the cameras, the lighting, the production, the editing, the amount of hours and millions of dollars and time that it takes to set up a great digital experience for someone at home. They can't do it. And they, they, they know, a lot of them know they need to, and that call comes and they're like, shit, I need to figure this out. But they don't answer the call because they don't have the funds or they don't have the knowledge to be able to do it. And on yeah. that side of the business, we are providing a marketplace and the tools for someone to have a digital business and answer the call and stay on the call and have a successful call because NeoU is going to be your partner and we're going to help you do that. And I think that's what makes us really interesting that we do it on both sides. Yeah. It, this is fascinating because, you know, one of the big things about the hero's journey is the role of, uh, in any story, there's, there's a, you know, we're using Star Wars, but it's, it's a myth that's been on cave walls since before we could talk. So it's, it's, an, it's, a, it's they call it a monomyth because it really is almost a life instruction manual for how to change your life. And it's been out there forever in all these different languages. But uh, there's some common themes that I think your company hits on. One is the whole idea of having either a mentor in these journeys or a side. And I'd like to get your perspective. Do you see the tool as maybe a sidekick and the person as a mentor? Or are you a sidekick to the mentors? Because it, it, you're, you're really, you are embracing this whole idea. How do you enable transformation? Kind of the premise of this uh, podcast is there is going to be businesses out there. If we go to a transformation economy where a lot of people are looking for transformation, you are there. You're a, a transformation enabling company. One, you're helping out people that are trying to get healthier, but you're also enabling the mentors to these people or their sidekicks, however you want to position it, to this. So you're, you're playing a key role that, you know, Joseph Campbell discovered that was in myths thousands of years ago. How do you see yourself out there in this whole enabling sta standpoint? Yeah, look, I, great question. I think it's really interesting, right? It's funny how it all works in my personal life. It's spot on. I would be nowhere today without my mentors, especially with my background of not finishing high school not going to college and learning how to do what I do from mentors, just flat out, experiencing it, falling back down, getting back up and listening to really smart people around me. So I think that's right. And now as I've gone through my journey, you know, I'm, I'm probably a mentor to some people uh, and, and then the way that it all comes together, right? And then you add in the sidekick part where a lot of the things that I've done in my life, I've always had someone there doing it with me, right? There's, there's plenty of examples to, of, of that in my personal life. And so when I think about it with Neo U, I think we're both. 
Yeah. And the reason I say it is because I think why in these, these, these things that you've seen, you know, and, and Jason Campbell has seen over the, the thousands, hundreds of years, right, the, on the wall, yeah. is that it depends on, on what your journey is and what stage you're at, right? So for a lot of these, for a lot of the brands or concepts that we partner with, right, that have their content in our marketplace, and that could, again, be a gym owner, a trainer, an influencer, anyone. It depends where they are on their journey. Some of them know what they want, established. They, they understand their vision. They understand their voice. Uh, they, they are ready to do this and they know it's going to be successful. They just lack the sidekick that can provide the capital, the structure, and the vehicle to get their voice to the people. And so we do that a ton. We're a great sidekick. Neo U is the best sidekick you could pick. But at the same time, we find these incredibly talented, amazing entrepreneurs that have this fitness voice, but they're trying to figure it out. They're trying to cultivate it. They're trying to mold it. They're trying to understand what works, what doesn't work. How, how should I do this? What would make me better at home? And we can be a great mentor in that position because we have such a strong content team, you know, chief content officer, our producers, our editors, our runners, our creatives, they're, they're so good and have been doing this for so many years that we can help someone along their digital journey and be that mentor. And so we're sort of doing both on the partnership side. And I think, I think that's important. And then on the, on the consumer side, I think it's more of, I'd like to say we're more of a, a sidekick. We don't necessarily need to be your mentor. Everyone's, everyone's got their own different version of fitness, but they need a friend. They need someone that's going to help them get to it. That's going to be there with them every step of the way, not necessarily uh, telling them how they should do the workout. Like a mentor probably tells you how you should do something. This is what we know will work. This is what's worked in the past for us as a mentor. Fitness is much different than that. Everyone has a different fitness journey and what it means to them and how it will work. But the sidekick is important. You have to have someone that's going to support your decisions, wants to help you make them, but support how you make them and why you make them. And, and really be a positive influence. And so I'd say we're more of the sidekick on the consumer part. One of the things that's pretty clear is at a certain point, um, you're, the person's, if they're really in a transformational mindset, we've talked about it, it's, it can be extremely uncomfortable. And some journeys, I, I don't think working out at home is necessarily scary, but I would, I would say it could be lonely. Um, or it could be uh, somewhat, not isolating, but you have to do the work. You know, I don't know if you know Wim, Wim Hof, but he's big into, yes. you know, are, are you into, have you heard of him? Absolutely. Okay. know him very well. Right. So what a, a, a big advocate of, of ice baths. If you're into that, no one else is taking a cold shower or a cold bath. It's, that's not a scary thing, but there's this, there's this element like I'm in this and it, you are kind of alone in these things in, in your mind. And I'm just wondering from a nurturing standpoint, where do you see your company kind of helping people through? It, I don't know if it necessarily is this scary process, but it's, it's uncomfortable. And I think for people that aren't used to working out can be um, extremely intimidating. And I'm just wondering, yeah, how, how, do you, how do you kind of lower some of those walls or make people feel more comfortable with a very uncomfortable situation? Yeah, and look, I think there's lots of different types of people out there. And we know a lot of people need the environment of a, of a studio class or even a big gym. So there's other people around and, and they're in a class where they feel like they need to perform and, and they're motivated, motivated by the people around them. And 
I think that that's important. And, and in digital and what we've evolved to and how, how we've gotten to where we are as an industry, you know, we've gotten better and better at that. Um, I think the most important thing about a, a platform like NeoU, and this is actually, this is for every digital platform out there. And I really don't care what anyone says, but this is just the facts. It's about the relationship of the instructor or that, that personality and you. And that's what makes the barrier to entry less and less as you evolve as a product and you, you get users in that, that stay with you for their journey. Because we know that once you form the relationship, once that, you know, let's just use, for example, Go, which is a very popular bootcamp on NeoU. And Christy is the trainer and, and it's her brand and she's phenomenal. One of the best I've ever seen. We know that there's thousands of people every day that go and do their Go class. But then we see all the other stuff. When, uh, when you're on NeoU, you get in-app communication. Christy's constantly on her own social where all of the people that are doing Go classes are, are obviously following her on her social. She's communicating, she's posting videos, she's reposting. I don't wanna tell you how many times a day Christy reposts someone at their home, finishing the workout with her and saying, oh my gosh, I finished it, I feel so great, I can't believe I did it. Christy's reposting that because she's tagging it. She's saying, let's go, let's get to work, we got this. Congrats, like you did it. And it's those relationships that are formed that allow people to have the confidence to train in their own home and get the pep in the step. You know, it's like, yeah. you know that feeling, you know, when, you, when the coffee first hits the lips, right? And it's like, you get that adrenaline rush. It like gives you the caffeine. To do fitness and to get off your couch or out of your, off your, you know, your desk or when you wake up in the morning, you're a little sluggish. It's that relationship that's formed with whatever trainer or brand you're going to work out with. And sometimes it's more than one, right? We know people like to do lots of different concepts and trainers in the same you know, month. That's the key to the whole thing. The key is, yes, we're going to engage you. We're going to have you with technology and wearables and heart rate and calories. And we're gonna, we, we've gamified it. You get points for working harder. You can earn discounts in the e-commerce. We're going to give you as many reasons as possible to work as hard as you can so you receive something. You're awarded, right? It's the whole... Candy Crush thing. Yep. Candy Crush is, is the simplest business game in, in the world, but they have millions and millions and millions of people doing it because you can win and they reward you for doing things and, and you, you want to be incentivized to keep going. And so we have the gamification in near you as well, right? We'll do all that cool stuff. But at the end of the day, because it's an experience and it's something you have to be uncomfortable doing, which is much different than a Candy Crush or watching a TV show or turning on Netflix and watching a movie, the experience is the hard part, the commitment to that. It's all about the relationship formed with the person that you want to train with every single day. They, they become that, that person that helps that person through the process. Absolutely. Key, yeah. key to success. And any, anybody that thinks their brand and fitness is bigger than the people that work for them has it asked backwards. It's completely wrong. Yeah. Well, one of my theories in this whole transformation economy is that brands will take on a serious sidekick role or mentor role in that relationship. And you probably see this, that relationship is different than a relationship you might have to your laundry detergent or even your favorite beer or like there's a, there's a certain if, if you're able to help someone through one of these transformations, the relationship between you and that person, your brand and the person on the journey 
is going to be, it's going to be a level of unprecedented mutual loyalty that is probably much different than traditional, you know, products and services have been. That, that you know, that, right? It's going to be, it's, it's very similar to, uh, you know, when we're, when we're young and we had a sport, let's say it was basketball or with me, it was my bike. You know, my bike was almost like an extension of myself when I was young. It was, uh, you know, it was part of me. I think uh, in this transformational process, and you're probably seeing it, there's a stickiness that is beyond just normal level. Absolutely. I mean, look, when you think about those things, they're easy. Yeah. Apple Watch easy to use, no problem. Your favorite detergent, your favorite beer, those are easy, right? You, yeah. you have them, you use them. When a relationship is created, that's harder, that takes work, it takes commitment, it takes communication, it takes trust. When that stuff is, is formed and you believe in someone to help you pick the right things to eat and pick the best way to train and they motivate you to be a better person and they, they help you through your transformation when it's really uncomfortable. Those relationships are much stronger than the other ones. I mean, look at, yeah. look at who your best friends are today. Why are they your best friends? I bet you one of the common things that you'll find is they're there for you when it's not easy, when it's not simple, right? You formed right. those really strong relationships because there was some turmoil. There was, they've been there with you and they're always there for you when, when it's not working. And those create the strongest relationships ever. And that's fitness is work and it's pain and it's uncomfortable and it takes a lot. And when you finally form that relationship, that's why it's so strong. And that's why you don't get that with a lot of the other things you said, because those are easy. Yeah, it is, there's a certain amount of foxhole mentality, right? Or that uh, you're in it together and uh, you're, you're, get, you're being helped through it, which is, Absolutely. Which is much different than any other type of relationship. And it's right. It's when things are really not good. Um, what I, I know the travel, when I've talked to travel people, they really struggle with this. And I'd like to get your perspective. The, what they find is someone who wants to go on a transformational vacation, it's tricky for them because it's for it to work. You have to be, it has to be uncomfortable. We've talked about, but also uh, there's normally a certain point in the journey where you almost feel like giving up. And I'm just wondering, how do you balance the uncomfortable? I could tell from the way, you know, you're, you have a real passion for working out. My sense is you probably, on, on the level of difficulty on working out, you are probably what most people would probably consider on this extreme end, right? And uh, Absolutely. And, yeah, yeah, right. So, but not everyone wants to be there, but at the same time, if people are just kind of like Mickey Mousing through this, one, they're not going to get to where they want to go, but they're also the mental aspect of this and the sensation of doing that job is like, how are you balancing that? Really hard at sometimes, you know, or very, maybe hard's the wrong word. Yeah. I mean, look, I, there's different levels to fitness and what you're trying to get out of it. Right. I think that's where it starts. What is, yep. what's your goal, right? When I train, I, re I really train for one reason. I want to be the fittest person in the world. It sounds absolutely crazy. I know it does. But when I train, I'm trying to constantly think about someone that's training with me that's fitter than me that's beating me in this workout. And it's a lot of CrossFit mentality there. And I'm a huge believer in functional fitness and all that stuff. And, and, I, and I love it. But 
that's how I think about it. I'm just like, I'm going to outwork someone else. I want to be the fittest that I possibly can be. And I want to be fitter than everyone else. And that's because of my competitive nature. I was a professional athlete before NeoU and I've been competing my whole life since I can remember. And so I think it starts with what's your, what's your goal? What are you going into your fitness journey thinking about? A lot of the times we see lose weight. That's a big one, right? A lot of the times now we're seeing just get healthier because of all this stuff in the current pandemic we're dealing with. So I think the most important is understanding someone's fitness journey. And so at NeoU, we ask a lot of questions, we get answers to your questions, and then we help and show you content based on your answers, right? So yeah. we're helping you curate through the NeoU platform to find the stuff that we think will help you get done what you're looking to do. And I think that's important because if you try to push someone to the point where they get to that, you know, zero capacity, like we, we, this is just the end of the road. A lot of the time you'll lose people that don't have the same mentality as me or as a lot of people out there. Right. And so That's I think I, for us, not everyone's a Navy SEAL, but right, exactly. And so yeah. for us, it's more about, you know, it, it's, it's Navy SEALs are the 0.001%. Right. We want to help the 99.9%. .9%. And that's, that's, again, it's, what can we do that's going to make you uncomfortable to where we're achieving your goals, but at the same time, you're winning, you're actually achieving them. It's sustainable and you have the capacity to do it. And that's important. And so, you know, I like to think at NeoU, we help you discover that. And there's, you know, lots of different ways that we do it, but we're aware of the fact that not everyone's here to train and win the New York marathon or make it through, you know, buds or, or, you know, climb Mount Kilimanjaro in world record time. A lot of people are here to do five rounds of 10 air squats, 10 push-ups, 10 sit-ups, and 10 lunges. And for them, that's a tremendous win. And so you can ask anyone in my company, something I say all the time is everyone has a different win. We're just here to help them find it and get it done. And so I think that's the most important is understanding what someone wants to get out of this and being able to push the envelope enough to get them there, but at the same time, letting them finish the journey. Don't make it impossible. Make it real. Stay realistic. Make it hurt. Make them work, but make it realistic. And I think that's important. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's a delicate balance. And it sounds like you have it, though. You, you, you've put the work in. You ask them questions. You get, you get an idea of where their head's at, what their goals are. It's not a cakewalk, but at the same time, these people aren't failing. They're, yeah. yeah, and it's evolving, by the way. That, that's going to be the evolution of, of fitness. And I hope that we stay at the forefront of it. But the more and more you can help someone on their individual journey, and give them a system that's so customized to them at the same time as staying a marketplace and making it affordable and functional and doing all those things. That's the evolution of fitness that I see, especially for digital. Uh, and, and we plan on focusing on that for the foreseeable future, but that's directly tied to your point of balancing there and making sure that it works for everyone. You think that digital would be less personal but there is this element of being digital and having it be highly individual. It seems paradoxical because you're not live in front of someone in their room, in their house, but you're able to tap into a lot of data. Yeah. I mean, look, we're, we're very data driven here. I think any company, any entrepreneur, if you're going to start a company in today's environment, you have to be data driven. I, I don't really care what industry you're in. Data is, is the key to success. You have to understand the consumer take as much guesswork out of it as you can, study the data and make decisions based on what you know is going to work. Listen to the people that are using your product or live in your world, listen to them through the data. And, and we do the same here. We're, we're looking to provide the best answers 
based on the data that we have and, and evolving. You know, meditation is an amazing world today. It's grown tremendously. I mean, you have re two really big players, right? Yeah. Um, and, and they do so well. And I think it's, it's you know, I've studied meditation uh, with a very good friend of mine. Um, and, and we went through a, a lot of classes and, and a process. And it was just interesting for me to understand it. And, and what it comes down to is the fact that it's an escape, right? It allows people to recharge, escape, reset, balance out the, the stress and the anxiety, get back to your, you know, your core levels. And, and, and it helps you prepare for anything. And so, again, the fact that they're using the data to understand when it's going to be harder or easier or where you are on your journey that's incredible. And it goes back to what I said before on the future is going to be very, very curated. Everyone's going to have an experience that's curated for them. And it, again, the affordable part is the hardest, right? That technology. And when we do things, they seem to get more and more expensive. Meditation has, has managed to make it extremely affordable for those ent the entry level and how they work. But yeah. in terms of fitness and how it evolves, it's really going to be the technology, the AI, the data, making sure it's affordable so that everyone can use it, right? That was our goal at Neo U. You know, Peloton's an amazing company. Tremendous bike, tremendous treadmill, great company. Absolutely amazing, but it's just not for everyone. Not everyone can afford a $2,000 bike and $40 a month. And so our goal was give everyone an amazing experience, but make it affordable. And I think that's really important because again, 90% of the world can only afford so much. And, and we wanted to make fitness and wellness available to everyone. And so I think it's being able to balance all that but still delivering a great product and a good experience. I don't normally ask a, a guest this, but I, I think I feel compelled to. Is there something out there that you're looking at and saying, this has made a difference in my workout or, or my lifestyle? Yeah, I mean, look, I think for me, um, because of my upbringing and how I've evolved as a person, uh, something that I, I continuously go back to is, and I've learned recently that, that I focus on that helps me, is and especially during this pandemic and what everyone's going through uh, i and this is not necessarily in my workouts but it does it, it it resets me look it's hard to ask for my the things that work in my workouts again because yeah. i'm famously known by my friends and co-workers and everyone around me that nate's the guy that can show up in the gym doesn't need any music doesn't need anyone working out with him you can give he can have the workout and he's gonna put a record time up all by himself with nothing because in his mind, he's constantly thinking that someone's beating him or wants it more than him. And he's just flat out not going to let that happen. So I, I mentally just think about the fact that I'm competing and I have to finish first. I want to win. I need to lay it out all out there. And, and that's what really helps me on, on my fitness journeys. And also I'm very, I'm very obsessed with doing things in a format where I can track it. I want to make sure my mile time's better. I want to make sure I'm better at, at the cycling. I want to make sure, you know, certain staple workouts, Murph or Fran or different things, I'm getting faster. I'm getting more efficient. You know, I'm, I'm looking at, uh, I'm a big, big fan of the Whoop uh, wristband and app. Yeah. Uh, and I'm using that constantly to look at my recovery and my stress levels, but also how much strain can I put on my body and then recover from it faster? Because that's the real test of how fit you are. How much can you beat yourself up? But then the next day, are you recovered to go again? And so personally, that's harder. But, but I think what people need to remember, the thing that I do every day, and not again, not directly associated with fitness is, I like to remember how lucky I am. Mm. And I do that by thinking about, there's, there's so many things that, that I could be dealing with that I'm not. And there's millions of people in the world that are. 
and I want to help them and lots of people want to help them. And, and, but the point is, remember what you have. And if you remember the, all the good things that you have, it really helps you to stay in the right mindset, to exercise or eat better or go see a family member or tell someone that you love them or do something positive or helpful for someone else or to be creative. Remember all the good things that you have and, and what, you're, what you're doing and think about those and how lucky you are to have them. And that seems to work really well for me when I'm stressed out or, I'm, or I'm, I have a lot of anxiety, I'm trying to figure something out. I just remember I've gotten here for a reason. I have all these amazing people around me and amazing things and stuff that I love. And, and that really works for me. So not sure it'll work for everyone, but for me yeah. to remember the, the good things uh, helps motivate me to do a lot of other stuff. Yeah, you know, I'd, and I'm, I read one article that said, when you're experiencing a feeling of gratefulness, there's these whole sections of your brain that shut down. You're incapable of feeling anxiety or anger when you're feeling grateful. Totally real. Spot on. I encourage anyone to do it. You can find the smallest things that you're thankful for, and you'd be surprised what that does mentally and physically for you to be able to focus on a lot of other stuff. It's yeah. crazy. Perspective is, a, is an amazing thing. People, thankful that you have shoes, oh, or you yeah. have a house, or you have a car, or you have food, or... The, the, there's so many things. And when you, when you think about them and it puts things in perspective, it's a, it's a game changer. It really can help. Yeah. Yeah. I, there was someone, uh, I, I know someone who traveled and they came back to the United States and I said, you know, I'll miss the most. And I guess they were in, in some country and they go, well, you know, in this, it's going to sound strange, but uh, 911, I, this person had traveled all around and they said, you kind of take for granted that you could pick up a phone here and get somebody to come like by dialing three numbers. And they said in most of the, in most of the countries in the world, you were on your own. Absolutely. <laughs> Daily. That's right. That's there's that's so a- many things that you could, people could list thousands of things if they spent a lot of time doing it. It really is a good, it's a, uh, it's a good strategy. It, yeah. it makes a lot of sense for people to do. It does. Nate, I want to thank you for being on the podcast, but I also want to thank you for, you know, you're right about, about the Peloton bike. Uh, you know, that is a, you have to be at a certain income and, and uh, it's not, that's clearly not for everybody. And then there's all the other people that really wanted to get into shape. Maybe they can't go to a gym uh, because they're high risk. And, you know, one thing you've mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, you, you hear about these people that are, are getting really sick from COVID and, and some of it seems random. But some of it, you know, they say they have no pre-existing conditions. But I think when they say that, sometimes they're forgetting if they have high blood pressure or if they're overweight or have diabetes or, or one of the complicating factors that maybe are totally unrelated to, to COVID. So they, they say they don't have a lung condition, but they might not be in that great a shape. And this has been an eye-opener to a lot of people that this is life and death and that if you are healthier right now, you are in a much better, it's, there's no guarantees out there, but you are in a much better situation than if you're uh, obese or have type two diabetes or uh, have high cholesterol. It's, it is the number one, you know, there's other things, mask and distancing, but if you are in good physical condition and you do come down with this, you have a much better chance of getting through it. I want to thank you for bringing fitness to the masses really and allowing people to work out in their own way and having this business out there, because I think it, you're, you're not making money unless you're helping a tremendous amount of people out there, right? So the side coming forward with this business, because I think it, it's, a, it's a great offering to uh, a lot of people that can't otherwise get that type of personal trainer or gym experience. Well, I, I really appreciate you, uh, you having me on the podcast and 
Uh, I love the way that you, you look at things and how you structure what, what you talk about with your guests. And I hope people listen and, and can get something out of it. And, and look, Neo, you, we hope can be a, a tremendous success. And, and you're right, in order to do that, we need to help millions of people live a healthier lifestyle. And whether that's through a pandemic or to get ready for a wedding or lose weight or help a loved one or build confidence or, or anything that you can possibly think of, if Neo, you can help you do that and, and, and we can be a part of your wellness journey, then that's a success for us. That's, that's our win. And that's what we're trying to do. And, and uh, we love doing it. And so I think that's, that's what we'll, we'll continue on our mission to, uh, to make that happen. But I definitely appreciate you having me on here and, and letting me talk a little bit about uh, what I think about the space and, and uh, how I think entrepreneurs can be successful and, and even people. Probably one of the biggest things that you bring to the table here is that I think there are some people that maybe haven't exercised or thought about physical conditioning, and maybe they've always viewed it as that's something that other people do. There is that, that mentality out there like, yeah, that's just not for me, or um, I've just never done it. And it's almost as if they're not in the club. And what I like about what you're offering, it's very inclusive. You know, there's, there's no borders to this. This is something that anybody can do. And there's an ease of entree into this um, that you are open to everyone. And you know that uh, a large portion of the people coming to your service are people that fit that mode, that maybe have it, they're on the other end of the extreme from what you do every day. Don't feel comfortable going to a gym for a lot of different reasons. Uh, I think that's the beauty of it, is that you're appealing to people that maybe never thought they had this in them or that they were ever going to build this type of routine in their life. And I, the true hero's journey that is, is stepping in and doing something uncomfortable. Um, and oftentimes it's a, soli a solitary thing. Uh, getting up every morning and doing this. And, and it's great that you're able to provide that support system to that. So I, I want to thank you for that. Absolutely. We're happy here, you know, to do it. That's definitely what our mission is. And again, we're going to continue to try to help as, as many people as we can make, make fitness affordable, make it functional, uh, provide a, a great, you know, sidekick, like you like to say, to, to millions of people around the world. And we'll, we'll stick with that plan for sure. And if people want to find the app or find you on the internet, what, what's the best location for someone to uh, step into this? Yeah, so just check us out at, at uh, neoufitness.com, N-E-O-U fitness.com, uh, and, and take a look. And look, you can free trial, no money, you know, you don't have to, to pay. We, we stand behind that. If you check us out and use us and make the commitment, and we'll make the commitment to help you, that you'll stick around. So definitely give us a look and, and try it out. And uh, we love feedback. So let us know if you liked it, if you didn't like it. I'm a big believer in that, but uh, definitely check out the website and give us a try. Nate, thanks for, thanks for taking the time today. And thanks for all you do. I really appreciate it. It's been a, well, I had a great time. Thanks for having me. I feel like I should go work out. You're very inspirational. So it's a, it must be a great company to work for. So uh, uh, thank I you hope very so. much. All right. I appreciate it. Thanks, thanks. so much. Thanks. Bye. Thank you.